Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Culture Club. Elliot Danker and Timothy Go with you. And uh, this uh, Friday evening, we are going to talk about the humble egg tart. Not so humble when they cost so much these days. Like I mean, almost it's worth $3 it. yeah. for one. It used to be, you know, one of those things you just can't stop popping into your mouth because they're so good. True. And here in Singapore, we have both the classic Hong Kong as well as the Portuguese variants, although I will argue... Which one do you prefer? I will argue as a part Portuguese, the Portuguese variants that we have here in Singapore are not the Portuguese variants because I've been to Portugal. (laughs) (laughs) You're using the wrong ingredients. Not flaky enough. (laughs) No. Here they use ekta, right? But in Mm -hmm. Portugal, it's more custard. Ah, okay, Mm, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this one. The Tong Heng traditional Cantonese pastries. Now, this one, very nice, because this bakery is 89 years old, by the way. So, very <laughs> traditional recipe, mm. I bet. And it all started in the 20s, since it's 89 years old, and originally a humble street stall. Yeah, yeah. And they opened their first brick-and-mortar bakery in 1935. I mean, when it's Ooh. been around that long, the recipe must be perfect, yeah? If it's the same way as it is, or maybe well, there have been some improvements, we'll find I'm, out. I'm sure they put in a lot of effort. Well, we're going to find out about this. And and their iktats, right, are diamond-shaped. You know, what's the rationale behind oh, right. that? Let's see if we can get some information. On the line with us is Anna Fong, who's the Chief Operating Officer and fourth-generation successor of homegrown bakery Tong Heng. Anna, good evening. How are you? Good evening, oh. Elliot. Good evening, Timothy. Thank you for having me. So excited about this. First question, how many hectares a day do you have? <laughs> <laughs> how many hectares do we sell on a daily basis, right? Yep. Well, it's definitely over a thousand. Wow. Yeah. Thousand. <laughs> sell a thousand a day, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. What is the appeal of egg tart, do you think? And Because, Anna, Anna, everyone likes this egg tart. Egg tart is a dessert, and, and not dessert at all times. Always brings a smile when mm. you enjoy. You know, it's just sweet, and you just feel good. It's the science behind it. <laughs> science, chemistry, everything all in one. Yes, I would say. yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, actually, do you guys sell other pastries? Yes, we do. I mean, the top seller is egg tart itself, but mm-hmm. besides that, we also sell a whole range of traditional Chinese wedding pastries. Mm-hmm. So that means to say like today, people, when they get married, they probably have a choice of Western cakes. But back in the olden days, the Chinese, they go for Salsapia range, the wedding pastry. Oh. So that is something we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, in fact... That are these like the wife and husband kind of cookies that we've seen? Well, wife, yes. Husband, no. In some other countries, they do have the husband pastry. But yeah, yeah. for us here yeah. in Dongheng, we only have the wife pastry. Right, they call it lao bo bing, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, Okay, so 1935 to 2024, that's almost 100 years. You are a fourth-generation successor. Yes, that is correct. What is that like, being a fourth-generation successor? Well, I could actually feel the burden. Like, okay, it's a lot of responsibility. Okay, you better do it well, otherwise you'll be so dead. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm so blessed with the fact that the third gen has been very accommodating, very supportive. Mm. And like even like 
I think it was only last week I had missed out an order of 10 boxes and I fled back to the shop to do it. Mm. And the main team who is in charge of the production, they have left for the day. Okay. So it was just me and the baker guy and my boss themselves and everybody just fallen and helped, no question asked. You know, like within two to three hours, all done up. And I went back around four-ish and by nine, I was at the customer's door delivered to a house. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so in other words, they, I have absolutely very, very supportive yeah. third gen. So that explains why that's a fourth gen. Uh, and what about the next one, the fifth generation? <laughs> Are they that, being... <laughs> that poor girl only comes in over the weekend. Okay, so they started, you're grooming them already. I won't say I'm grooming her, but we're working together as a team. Okay. She is mainly in the marketing because she understands the younger generation preference right. and also staying relevant. Mm. So she helps a great lot and throwing in suggestions and things like that. So, yes, I wouldn't have gone that faster mm. if it wasn't for her. Mm. Question here on the family tradition mm -hmm. and the legacy of your bakery, because I also came from a line of bakers, but it ended mm -hmm. with a second generation, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But what I've been, you know, feedback, for example, what I hear from people who are still ordering from that family bakery that we mm -hmm. have is that, oh, it used to be better when your grandma was doing it. Do you ever they encounter these kinds of things from, from long-term clients, perhaps? Honestly, not that much. I won't say zero. I'll be lying, okay? Mm. Obviously, I say, oh, I, I prefer the older taste. But so far, I still get positive feedback. Honestly, honestly, I mm -hmm. do get positive feedback. Like, oh, I'm, I'm back because, you know, it just bring back the, in Chinese, they call it the kutau way. The olden taste, mm -hmm. the olden days, you know, like those yeah. childhood fond memories yeah. and all that kind of comfort food. They come back for that. So with that, I guess that explains, like, I won't say we never change the recipe. Or rather, we never change, but we tweak. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, less sweet, you know, and also the ingredients we use, like lard, mm. the purity of it. Mm -hmm. Like, given like 80 years ago, the purity of the lard compared to the purity of the oil now, you know, that definitely there will be. So how we tweak to, to match so that we can yield the same result. Anna, here's a sensitive question. You heard me complain, and this is a heritage-based question. Mm. You heard me complain a little bit about Portuguese egg tarts that's mm -hmm. available here in Singapore. And that's because of yeah. my heritage. The taste is so different when I'm there. How mm. do you guys at Tong Heng still maintain your pastries in the, to give that traditional flavor as what you mentioned, you know, how bringing back that nostalgia. Mm. I, I mean, it must be a very strict process, right? The, the audition to be a baker there. Yes, actually. So because especially like even now, the third gen, my boss, she comes in every day to make sure that we are wow. keeping the standard. And they actually still do once in a while, not telling you. They'll just pick up and eat one and then they'll mm, okay, you know, that kind. They still wow. do quality check. They still do. Wow. So, which I'm glad they do that. I mean, that's how you keep the standard still yeah. there, which is very important. Hmm. I just, you know, remembered how I was told, you know, my grandmother would measure everything. Yeah, they will no, come in that, every that, morning. They will uh, not tell the bakers what the measurement oh, ratios are. So well, only they know the, the thing. Uh -huh, it, did, did, uh, did your great-grandparents or grandparents do the same thing, old-fashioned way? Yes. In fact, any better would be my grandfather and my great-grand. They work without a scale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just by feeling, you know. <laughs> and then when the third gen came in, they were like jumping off the skin and said, how can you possibly work? And then how are you going to split them, you know, like in smaller quantity or you double up the, 
the quantity, you know. So they, they have to rework on the whole thing, but still, you know, keeping to the same standard. Mm. So they fought that through. So I'm blessed. Like, okay, these are the numbers. Just memorize it, you know. So I'm a lot more blessed. Okay. So this is traditional Cantonese and Chinese pastries. And this is a fun question. Since you say the measurements exist, right? The recipe <laughs> obviously exists somewhere. Do you all hide it in a safe <laughs> or under whose pillow in the house? <laughs> we don't hide it, actually. It's all drum in. Oh, so, okay. yeah. So, so I have so, to brainwash you to get the mem- the the recipe out because right? I want to try and do it myself. No, I, I will tell you, but it's like it's always missing something. Oh. That's what I've learned from my boss. So I remember when she first trained me two months later and she was standing behind me watching me work and then she said, why have you not memorized it? And I was, oh my God, my hands wow. are shaking. <laughs> yeah, it was like... It's <laughs> pressure. Oh. Really, it really happened. I was, oh my God, it's only two months and you memorized it for the past decades and you expect me to memorize everything in two months and Okay, I'll try. There's yeah, a bit of family drama there. And, and that yeah. is where the tradition and the legacy comes in because I think a lot of yeah. old bakers, they have it in their head or they yeah. wrote it somewhere in their notebook, handwritten. Yeah. But now yeah. that, you know, we're, as you mentioned, you have your fifth generation modernizing mm-hmm. everything uh-huh. and probably the fourth started to modernize everything. What sort of strategy do you have in modernizing everything from baking from scratch to your marketing techniques? Well, at the moment, like what I've learned from the third gen is mainly on the production. And then I, with that, I try to look at our customers so as to staying relevant. That's how I move on to revamp the place. And then shortly after, my niece, the fifth gen, came in and she helped me further in the marketing. I hope I'm answering. I'm in line with your question. Though. <laughs> I did not stray too far away from that. To modernize, I guess it's by observing what hmm. appeals to the customers listening, watching, understanding, speaking to them, and also like the current things, what are their preference? You know, what in terms of packaging or even choice of food, like for example, in the past, we only have just regular Chinese pastries, but now in the recent five years, I've also rolled in new products that is all plant-based and I'm working on hopefully I'm able to achieve a gluten-free bake, mm, all this, yes. no moving to the more, the healthier version because you know, like grandmas, they won't care. Just just eat more greens, you know, you're good, you'll be good, you know. But I guess sometimes in pastries, you don't have that much green. So there are other ways. And also the ingredients we use, we like example, the dessert I brought in about a couple of years back, it was peach gum. It's a kind of jelly that's a set from the peach tree. Okay. So that one has health benefits. Mm. So it's not just plant-based, there's always health benefit in it. So this is how I... Moving on to understanding the the current crowd, the, the current consumer's preference. And I comment a little bit about what Chinatown means to Tong Heng. Any memories along the five-foot way in Chinatown? Well, I guess it's from the Gen 1, it's just like it's the place that's a safe heaven. That's why okay. they moved to Chinatown. Because previously, okay. if it's in the history, if you see it, they were in Pasir Panjang. Mm. But after a few years, they were not... They didn't really like that place so much and they moved to Chinatown. So in Gen 1, they, they really chose Chinatown as a safe heaven. Right, right. And the second Gen is more like you just follow through what the papa was doing. Mm. And then in the third Gen, that's where the ladies, my two bosses, they how they changed into a more full-fledged Chinese pastry store. Because prior to that, it was we were also serving coffee and tea. What does being ladies in the business mean to you as well? I mean... Singapore is not so bad. So we are good. We, are, we, are, we still get enough of respect, so no complaints. Okay. And we are glad that we are in a country where ladies are still 
respected. So I guess not so much for me. I feel it's justified, but okay. it's more to my, my two bosses during their time when how they tried to convince their their father, the papa, that, hey, yeah. yes, we are girls, but we believe we have faith in ourselves that we can carry on the business and how the ladies work hard, you know, to meet the standard and also bring in more variation and to show the father that, you know, not as to challenge them that like I can do better than you, but rather is to show them that, to convince them that we are right, our, our thoughts are right, that we can make, uh, we can move the business to the next level. It was proven. Okay, we were teasing this earlier that, you know, we, we all know your egg tarts are diamond shaped. Mm-hmm. Why is that so? Actually, it all started in about the 70s where the third gen, they came in. And it was about that time where more Chinese, getting those who are getting married, they were moving towards a Western cake. Those, you know, those three-tier cake, cream cakes in a box of 10. So it became a trending thing that every couple who are getting married, they will order that to send it out to their friends and relatives with an invitation card. But prior to that, Chinese, when they get married, they order Chinese pastry. Mm. So my boss, feeling FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out, she find that, okay, no, this is not going anywhere. I think we, because then, prior to that, um, there was no proper packaging for pastries. Okay. It's all in a p- newspaper or paper or paperback. Mm-hmm. There's no box. So with that, she designed a box and she wanted it to be more functional, like not just for wedding pastry. She wants it also in the pastries that they sell on a regular basis. And egg tart is definitely one of them. So before the box was designed, egg tarts were in shapes like round, oval, triangle, and yes, diamond. Mm-hmm. So with that, she thought, she looked at the pastries and she said, okay, I have to choose something that's more standardized, so easier for packing. And of all the shapes, she chose diamond because it can sit snugly five in a square box. So it's about saving space. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's not about being unique. It's really about... Yeah. Practicality. It's not really about being unique. Oh my gosh, I love this story. We've been speaking with Anna Fong, who is the Chief Operating Officer and fourth generation successor of homegrown bakery Tong Heng. Make sure you go check them out. Thank you so much, Anna, for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you, Timothy. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.